0: Okay, here we go.
1: Hey! Hey! Hey there! Welcome to this very socially isolated podcast. My name is Joe Neal, and this is my brother from another mother with the same grandmother, Jason Mark. He's my... Chosen from another COVID. I was going to say a lot of co words like, he's my co conspirator on this co audio but no co video podcast. Anyway, that didn't go very well. This is just because. <laughs> All right.
0: That was great, actually. I think that you did a, a wonderful job setting the bar right where we need it to be you're Which smarter than you low. think no you're smarter than you think joe you are you're 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 also a lot better looking than you think but you're not as so but you're but you're not as smelly as you think and i i'd like to keep it that way um i don't want you to so ever I'm more, know
1: i'm more of a cretin as opposed to like a moron right cretin is a higher level than
0: moron um
1: cretin yeah i'm and I look more like Gilbert Godfrey I was than joking, like, actually. Tom, you
0: could Tom Petty. I think it is pronounced Cretan, not Cretan, but I was trying to make fun of you for mispronouncing Cretan, because that would be what a Cretan would do. Ah, uh, okay. You better read Cretanize. I don't know how this stuff works. Can you introduce our guests before I talk anymore? <laughs> yeah,
1: well, I just want to, I need to comment on, on how I smell. I don't smell like cat
0: shit, but I do most of the time smell like wet garbage. Oh, Let bro, me no. introduce. No, hang on, sorry. When I said smell, I didn't mean the aroma that comes off you. That would kill a fucking buzzard. No, I'm saying your ability to smell things. Sorry. (laughs) Oh, you mean my olfactory sense. Yeah, it sucks. It's what I meant. You don't smell good. That's what I meant. Sorry. I apologize. Yeah.
1: Well, you know what? I'll talk more about this later, but I actually smell a lot better now. I like bet a, you do. I bet you do. My olfactory sense is a lot better because I quit smoking cigarettes like a month ago. But we'll talk all about oh, that. In fact, yeah. I'd like for the whole fucking show just to be about that because I'm so fucking proud of myself that I stopped smoking cigarettes. You know one and terrible side of it? smells great and bad things like wet garbage and cat shit, they smell even worse. So I'm smelling really well.
0: You actually do smell pretty good. I think about it sometimes when I go to sleep and they go, hmm, cousin stank. And then I fall right off.
1: <laughs> yeah, and we're gonna call this this show uh, maybe this series of shows. It's it's our podcast is now called Just Be COVID, right? Mm-hmm.
0: I like that. Sorry, I had to take so, a drink uh, of some water.
1: We have we have very very special guests. Um, a man, a very close friend of mine, that's been on the
0: show I think fifteen hundred times. Do you know how special this guest is, Joe? He's Olympics special.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, his name is Tim Edian. Uh, mm-hmm. That's Mister Edian. How you doing, Mister Edian? Thank you. Oh, <laughs> he is very special. And, Thank you. Uh, but oh my goodness, we have a very, very, very special guest this evening, mm-hmm. um, and that is Mrs. Edian. And I'm going to try and pronounce your full name, okay, Beth? Uh, this <laughs> this is Tim's wife. And her full name is Elizabeth Antoinette Francesca Delorean Signutab Beauregard Edian of Chichestershire. <laughs> 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 yeah, but
0: we just call her Beth. How you doing, Beth?
2: I'm doing well. How are you?
0: Is this Beth's first time to the show?
2: This is my first time.
0: All right, couple It'll- rules, Beth, just so you know. Um, everyone else who's been on the show is familiar with these rules. One, insult Joe as much as possible, but always be joking to insult me as much as possible and be fucking serious. I am way (laughs) too arrogant for my own good and doing a podcast at 5.30 in the morning is the only way to take me down the few notches I need to be taken down to get through the day without um, sounding brilliant and stuff. I don't remember what I was going to say. Well, you're doing a good job. Yeah. At the sounding brilliant thing. Yeah.
3: And he's humble too.
0: (laughs) I am so... Humble. Hey, uh, we're here, and y'all are over there. There's a huge time difference, so tell me, Beth and Tim, Tim and Beth, tell me, has COVID gotten worse, and can we expect it to get even worse as it rolls across the United States? Because you guys are three hours ahead, so, like, what can we expect in the next three hours?
2: (laughs) In the next three hours? Wow. Yeah. Uh... Probably more people are going to be reported to have
0: COVID. Okay. That <laughs> so
2: seems to be the... A...
0: Yeah, it's definitely going to be the case. Do any of you so, three know someone who's got the, the vid?
2: Uh, my Everyone's kind of once or twice removed from okay. Tim and I, so... All right. I mean, I we've got friends whose like brother or grandmother, etc., have have gotten it. But
1: okay, so it's like three or four degrees of COVID bacon.
2: That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: Well, one one reported death of bartender that I work with here, but it is it was his aunt in Michigan, oh, okay. at which that was the first like connection. That was that sucked.
0: Yeah, yeah. I bet it did. I, I imagine I God. I think when we get to the. And we'll get there. We're going to get to the, you know, somebody personally who has it stage. People are going to, that's when everybody's got one of those, that's when America is going to be like, oh shit, who did we elect? And then when everyone gets to the, know someone who's actually died stage, that's when it's going to be like, oh shit, who can I kill? Because that's when it's all over. Well, I got to tell you, Laura
1: Pauline has a coworker that has been diagnosed. I've never met this person. Oh, I I might have when I was super drunk several years ago. But I don't remember. It turns out that he got it in his neighborhood after he had already been, quote unquote, socially distancing. But he apparently he was a little bit irresponsible. And uh, If you look at the timeline, he hadn't been at work. I was really scared because I was like, oh, no. So is it going around at the slaughterhouse where – Laura Pauline works. Right. Just as a reminder, Laura's job is she's the manager of a slaughterhouse. You can imagine
3: all sorts of.
1: Yeah. It's a messy. There's lots of
0: fluids. And but is that in a close proximity? Uh, singing. Is that a bovine slaughterhouse or is it a um, ursine slaughterhouse? They
1: Jesus. like to call it an anything and everything slaughterhouse.
0: Because uh, you, <laughs> you, you can't get it from cows, but you get it from pigs. And so, as long as they're well, good, and slaughtered by the time she rolls in, that's fine, I guess.
1: Well, they also slaughter bats, and oh. as they slaughter bats, uh, the bats poop all over the place. Right. But they they use every part of every animal, so they make uh, they make bat poop soup. Yeah, and that's a big, <laughs> uh, bat. And I've I've said before, I think that it's this all came from bat poop soup. Yeah, so.
0: Bat Don't eat soup. the bat poop soup bat. and then we should all be fine. Those it's are my guidelines. Bat poop soup. It's better than you think. It's kind of like our podcast. I mean, it, it sounds like shit and, you know, it tastes like shit, but it'll give you a virus that you can pass on to your friends. its It smells really good, though. It smells like, really so good. It's,
1: It stinks really bad, but it's olfactory senses.
0: Yeah, our podcast can smell, right now can smell Tim and Beth, and you guys smell great, honestly. Tim, you had something you wanted to say, we keep cutting you off. Sorry about that.
3: So, we shouldn't drink the bat piss Kool-Aid, is what you're saying. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Most of the people at
1: Laura's Slaughterhouse, their jobs are the, they have snow shovels. And they just shovel the like renderings and the guts and hooves and assholes and shit off of the floor into this big Dr. Seuss looking machine, yeah. and then uh, packaged meat just comes out of the other side as the as the machine kind of like farts and bips and boops around. Um... <laughs> <laughs> bips
3: and boops. Boops. <laughs> yeah
1: farts and lips. I was just trying to to think of a Dr. Seuss machine. What do those do? No, no, you got it right. It's got stripes.
2: I think they blurp.
1: I think they doink and they zerp sometimes.
0: I have all those sounds running through my head and I desperately want to make some of them and I know it's not going to come out right. It's just going to be... The the slaughterhouse is a really
1: disgusting place because most of the most of the people are like up to their knees in guts with their snow shovels. A lot of them have like half a cigar in their teeth, like not not between their lips, like in their teeth, yeah. with like a big grin. <laughs> um, and they've got uh, they've got big rubber boots all the way up so they can slosh through all the lips and assholes. Uh, it's it's a rough scene. So COVID, I'm glad my wife is pregnant and they
0: sent her home a long time ago. So I feel good. She's isolated. You know that might be why. Interesting, because I heard that things are getting better, not here in America, but in Micronesia. And it might be because your wife's not there (laughs) slinging slinging guts into a vat. I know she's the, the manager, director, president or commandant or whatever, but... You know, if their productivity is down because she's not there, maybe that's why things are getting better on that tiny little island when no one was ever sick. So that's good, right? Yeah, I mean, what what she does usually is just over a
1: bullhorn, she just yells, shovel those guts, motherfuckers! (laughs) And uh, without her there, I don't know what they're going to (laughs) do. Well, anyway, so... We're all on lockdown, right? Jason has talked on on previous shows. It hasn't really changed his life a whole lot, Not really, because um, as a car wash, wash car wash washer uh, and the owner and proprietor of that business, you do
0: a lot of that from home, right? I anyway, do, yeah, because so. I'm the manager now. In fact, they've uh, <laughs> they're starting to call me the car wash car wash the car wash wash czar, which is kind of nice. Um, <laughs> the car wash
1: washes are
0: yeah nice so <laughs> nice. yeah I do I do a lot I do most of my work from home and um, things haven't changed too much for me i like to be by myself so and my my wife the lovely Allison Christ her job which I'm not going to tell you because I haven't made it up yet she okay. uh, she doesn't she she only works part-time um, so she's usually home and the big difference. Are you getting to kid. spend more time though with Alice Allison Alice in Christ? It's funny when you say "getting to" as if it's some sort of like opportunity or gift, because that's what it is.
1: <laughs> what an asshole!
0: No, no, that's what it absolutely is. It's 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 something I cherish, and I am looking forward to the next major plague to sweep the uh, planet due to the ineptitude of our world's leaders, the selfishness oh. of the uh, commerce kings and the uh, stupidity or did I say stupid? I said ineptitude and the stupidity of uh, your average Joe. I can't wait. I really can't.
1: Well, Mm -hmm. I'm an average Joe and my own stupidity is overwhelming at this point. I want to ask Tim and Beth how are you guys doing? Um, And I don't know if you guys want to share what your jobs are. I'll leave that to you but uh, give us an update. How are things going?
2: My job has switched to uh, being a teacher for our kids. (sighs) Here oh. at
0: the house. I, I'm not. <laughs> How is that going? Yeah, I'm not being sarcastic. I genuinely want to know about that because I hear stories. So, dish. Yeah,
2: it's a it's a learning curve, I guess. The kids think they're on vacation, so they have trouble buckling down some days. Mm. Um, they're happy it's the weekend, though. We still give them the weekends. We're not slave drivers, but uh, they have a they have school time, you know, during the day and uh
1: we go on that's that's you you are the school marm
2: i'm the school marm right now yeah so i make sure they do their science and math and reading etc
1: do you whack their knuckles when they write with their left hands
2: (laughs) no and actually our daughter is (laughs) (laughs) left-handed
1: well then i'm glad you don't do that (laughs) That's like that's a like Catholic school like nun thing. The, the yeah, that, of the, that's that, an old reference. I keep bringing up nuns. It's a bad yeah. habit.
2: No right? pun intended,
0: right? Uh, did you guys ever see that movie, The Bling Ring? No. no, I don't know what you're talking about. None of you, none of you are uh, obscenely obsessed with Emma Watson? That's too bad. Anyway, <laughs> it's that movie. No, not at all.
1: Not as much as Jason.
0: Tell it, us about The Bling Ring. I'm probably going to. Give this more airtime than it deserves. It's that movie about a, a bunch of kids in Los Angeles who start breaking into celebrities' homes and taking knickknacks and whatnot. And it's a true story. And two of the the uh, young ladies are being homeschooled because they could not adjust to high school very well. And they have a scene in the movie where they have their literally three minutes of homeschooling, and they take it very seriously. I'm um, I mean, seriously, they do. They really these kids. They took that three minutes really seriously. And that's what I imagine when people say, yeah, we're homeschooling our kids, you know, math and science and history. And it's like, so basically you tell them to write, write Tesla upside down and tell me what it looks like. All right. That's four subjects done. Go play, fuckers.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I wish it was that easy. Actually, it's uh, their teachers did come up with uh, lesson plans and it's all primarily it's all online. So you just got to know essentially what app to go to. And then the teachers are, they check in to make sure that the kids are logging in every day and that they spend so much time on each subject. I mean, it's definitely a shortened day. Don't get me wrong. It's yeah. not like they're at school until 3 or 2.45 like they normally would be, you know. But they they spend a good couple of hours,
0: okay. I guess. Do you do the, Do you guys do the things when like if they get caught passing notes, you humiliate them in the in front of the rest of the class, like by reading the note okay. out loud, that kind of thing? No,
3: I just I just kick them straight in the face <laughs> because there's nobody to stop me. Yeah, and they're my kids. Yeah, and I just go ah boom to work, bitch. <laughs> and then my daughter goes, "Don't kick Nash like that." And then I go. Don't talk back, dude. Get back to work.
0: I like that. Do you guys do the thing where like uh, they they bring home a note from the teacher? Even better, they bring a note back home that, that they were supposed to get their parents to sign, but clearly it's been forged because you never saw it because even though you gave it to them, that's not your signature.
3: He does that to me all the time. Like, mommy signed off on this. I'm like, bitch. No, she didn't. She's not even here.
0: That (laughs)
1: signature is a forgery, clearly.
3: It's it's done in pink crayon.
0: And do you threaten to... And you, like, call in the parents, which is yourself, for a, you know, parent-teacher conference, and there you are staring at each other going, this is fucking boring. Can we... Trade these little shits in for. Sorry, I shouldn't say I've never met your children. I'm sure they're beautiful. I have a little shit, that's why I'm saying this. So I just I'm I'm projecting. I apologize.
3: Your family, Jason. You can call my children little defecated turds all you want.
0: It's it's fine. It's
3: they the turd doesn't fall far from the tree half the time anyway. So
0: <laughs> the poop doesn't fall far from the butthole. I like that defecated turds.
1: I love that redundancy. It's so perfect.
2: <laughs> Meanwhile, our our. Our little turds are actually near me right now. Are they? And, and one of them just overheard Daddy and
1: goes, <laughs> "Oh man!"
2: I have heard.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: oh man!
0: All right. It's, well, <laughs> well, I guess oh, awesome. I, I, I think they might be the youngest voices if we heard them in the background ever on this podcast. And in as much as we say this podcast should only be listened to by adults. It definitely should only be participated in by adults. And therefore, for the rest of the podcast, lady and gentlemen, this can no longer be JBC. This has to be just be children. So from now on, no more cursing. All right. I want to protect their. I want to. I want to protect their preciousnessness. So. Okay.
3: So I'm in my home and I yeah. won't curse in your home, but I'm fucking home. These (laughs) kids just need to know their fucking place in life. And they're turds that came from us. We baked those turds. We poop them out, and they need to know their fucking place.
2: Wait, wait, wait. we. Basically yeah,
3: I was gonna say. Oh to man.
2: Them out. I don't think that's so, accurate. So, so hey,
1: for man. a little recap, Tim, you've called your kids little shits. You've given yourself credit for giving birth to them. You've referred to their birth as pooping. Uh, and you've talked about kicking your kids directly in the face. So welcome to the parenting skills. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm just yeah. showing you how it's done, Joey. I mean, you need some advice. Well, that's I true. You know, I everybody... really appreciate all this. And and quite frankly, my fa- my kids' favorite thing to talk about—shocker—poop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One hundred percent. So they're like, they're like, wow, Daddy thinks I'm a fucking turd. Great. I talk about. Poop all day.
1: Actually, Jason, your small child, yeah, was was heard on this podcast. And I oh. think maybe he's the youngest.
0: Okay, oh. all right. my poop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, this is literally yeah, the he truth. Had a
1: birthday message.
0: I am not making this up. He, I'll be in the office working on the car wash stuff. He'll walk in. He'll just stop. He'll look at me. Pause. He'll go poop, and then he'll walk away as if like yeah. some great oratory <laughs> has just occurred. If I, if you don't call
3: your kids poop or turds or farts or stank or funky they they're offended they're, you know you just have to just keep it real with them it's what they it's how you communicate that's their language
0: mm-hmm.
3: they know i'm gonna remember it's, that it's, it's and i endearing. have a feeling they they respect it and they love you I for do. it uh, especially if you allow them to continue their language because a lot of times you're like enough with the fucking poop talk enough with the turd in the fart, it just it never ends.
1: One thing's for sure, kids love the word poop.
3: <gasps> oh, yeah, they do. So do we guys. Yeah, it's, yeah. Just, it's a yeah, classic it never it never, wears, never wears off. You
1: never can dies. never wash that poop off.
3: Never, never. No, it's like I want to talk about one thing real quick yeah, about please. like, and I don't I can't relate to it because I'm like happily married and everything else. And well, everybody probably has this person in mind, the single person that, you know, has been, you know, on their own, doing their own thing. And I've been waiting for the meme to pop up that's like, COVID-19, shit, I've been quarantined for the past 20 years. <laughs> single people, <laughs> you lonely know, people? And, I, lonely and, people. I, and I, didn't even, I didn't even realize it, but I've been doing this for most of my life. and I, I mean, I don't know, I feel like if I was single for like the past you know 15 20 years or whatever I'd be like shit I've, I've been I've mastered this shit yeah. <laughs> social I, distancing doing is right. my been, fucking thing it's my thing <laughs> it's my jam you, I'm gonna freaking open up a freaking like GoFundMe page and like like have show people how it's done I'm like a master <laughs> at this shit you know
1: hey you know what motherfuckers you know what I'm really good at solitude <laughs> <laughs> exactly well I tell you ya- I don't know why I put on that accent
0: that's it's a really good it's, that's the solitude attitude you got solid attitude
1: yeah because i needed attitude that's yeah what yeah, yeah got you solitude got attitude, solitude
0: attitude attitude in fact that is what we're calling today's show we're not going to call it oh, monique I'll alexander it. we're going to call it solitude attitude solitude attitude
1: All i right. wish i could
0: get that that voice across in 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 writing but i can't joe we'll talk about attitude
1: um did you guys see that uh, video with Samuel L. Jackson, who has such a great attitude all the time? And he's he was reading a story, I think he even wrote it, that's called, uh, I think it's Stay the Fuck Home. <laughs> or Go the Fuck Home.
3: Oh, it's, is it uh, like so many man. fucks that you can't even handle it? Yeah,
1: it's great. It's just him, but it's like a, a children's book. So that's how it's kind of formatted. And he's like flipping the pages, but he's just telling you to stay the fuck home. It's really wonderful. Let me see if Actually. I can find yeah, it. Yeah, let's let's listen to it. Yeah, let's see. They bleep out all the fucks. Oh, they stay do? the, fuck yeah, the fuck. yeah, but it's still funny.
0: Let's listen to it. If you guys haven't heard it, that's it. great. This good shit is no joke. Can you it's hear no that? no time
4: to work or roam. Wait a minute. The way you can fight it is simple, my friends. Just stay the fuck at home.
0: Could you guys hear that? Yeah, we got the fucks. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, he's holding the book. It's a real book. Yeah. Samuel Jackson is just so fucking, we should, he's just, he's he, wearing he's purple. Wonderful. He's got a purple beret on. He's got on a purple mm-hmm. hoodie and a purple shirt. And you remember he had the purple the saber in the Star Wars, yeah. my friend. <laughs>
1: and somebody's playing live piano behind him. Yeah. Kind of right. like uh, like Mr. Rogers style. No, Can we hear more of it? I'm or is not that not- illegal?
4: But motherfuckers listen when I read a poem.
0: So here I am, <laughs> Sam fucking Jackson, imploring you, keep your ass at home. <laughs> and he's in his he's in his private movie studio where every, there's like, okay, so the message is awesome, but I'm going off on this tangent. He's got these plush chairs. He's in a private movie studio, plush chairs. Each one of them has a little, um, blanket, draped over the top. So when you're watching movies, this jammed with fucking Jackson's house. he don't got to turn the heat up. You just put on your own fucking blanket. If you're cold while you're watching Jungle Fever or Resurrecting the Champ or Die Hard with a Vengeance, these are the posters that are behind him. And by the way, these posters all have the same color scheme as the chairs and the blankets. Because he's got style. Because he's got style. Nice. He's got this sort of orangey, uh, yellowish-brown theme going with accents with the blankets and... To do is all class. Seriously, be Sam Jackson. That's all I'm saying. Just be Sam Jackson.
3: Can anybody tell me the best line that Samuel L. Jackson has ever said? I'm
0: tired of all these
2: motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking plane. That's that's the first
1: one that came to my mind. I'm motherfucking
3: tired of these motherfucking snakes (laughs) on this motherfucking plane. (laughs) Yes! And if I remember
1: correctly, if I remember correctly, at that moment, Sam Jackson's head is like covered in sweat and blood, which makes (laughs) it so much better. And he's on like a crashing airplane. Yeah, It's a really fucking tense situation.
3: What's amazing about that though, what's amazing about that is because like there is Pulp Fiction. He has some amazing lines, but yes, that is the best. Like snakes on a plane Samuel L. Jackson's best no, line, hands down. I'm...
4: I have had it with these motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking plane. Everybody strap in. About to open some fucking windows. <laughs> okay, I've got to
1: tell you guys. So I go into the Taco Bell and it's only me and one other person because we're the essential staff. Everybody else is slinging tacos remotely. Yeah. That's a complicated there. <laughs> But anyway, this this guy, we're talking about Samuel L. Jackson because the other guy, um, his name is Thomas, uh, who's working at the Taco Bell with me. And we're supposed to stay six feet apart and everything. But he's got this – he brings in his own uh, coffee thermos, and it's got Samuel L. Jackson on it. And it, and it's, it's him as Jules, and it says, say what one more time, bleepity bleep. It doesn't actually say motherfucker, right? but he he left it in the bathroom and I was like oh it's his Samuel L. Jackson uh thermos and I I grabbed it and I went out and I was holding it behind my back and I walked up just just six feet away from him and stared him right in the eye and he was like what and I was like what and he goes what I was like what he said (laughs) what one more time and then I and then I Held out the thing and it said, "Say what one more time, motherfucker!" On it, and I
0: thought it was. I hey, thought it was well executed. That that's a lovely story, and and uh, you called it a thermos and not a mug. First of all, that's beautiful because what I'm picturing is an old, you know, like lunchbox back in the day when we had like a thermos in it. And I'm picturing a Samuel that is Jackson. What it
1: is? It's like
0: a retro fucking thermos from, from like from the a 80s, from like a lunchbox with like. Yeah, dude. How badass would your like kid a- be going to school with a Samuel Jackson, a motherfucker, lunchbox? That would be... Yeah, come on. This is Quentin Tarantino merch. I mean, he goes retro. Does that's he? Okay. He does. I thought... Yeah. And another thing, as a sort of a segue, uh, Joe, you used the phrase slinging tacos. Is that like a job description for a pimp? I'm just wondering if that's something that you could say. Oh, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. I just wanted to go hey, there. Is, is
1: Beth and Tim still there? <laughs> yeah.
2: Okay. I haven't had enough. Coffee them, let for... them know that I'm
3: muted for
2: He's he's oh, muted didn't himself. Mute. No he
3: hasn't.
1: Are you guys social distancing now from
0: the <laughs> microphones? <laughs> <laughs> so uh let's let's do this. I, we the listener didn't get a chance to see, but we did some video before the show started. and we got to see uh Tim and Beth's lovely home. Um and yeah, it's, really you know, cool. it's like almost compound size. Did, does this does this help? Because a lot of people are talking about how, you know, hey, I'm spending more time with my family. I understand why people murder now. And that's, you know, understandable. But uh, y'all have some space. Yeah, you have some space. Do you spread out? Is that a thing? Or, or do you huddle together? And what's the... We,
2: we do. We spread out a little bit. I mean, Tim still goes to work. And uh, the kids each have their own dents or whatever. All right. <laughs> they spread out. but. Oh. We have a lot of activities. We've got cornhole and a trampoline and a pool table. We've got access to a pool. Did
1: Aside you... from you and Tim and your sexual activity, what do you have for the kids? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you two. Oh. I'm hey, sure you he... guys sound really busy. It almost sounded like somebody was like assembling a fucking assault rifle. Like, are you guys are you guys doing stuff back there?
2: <laughs> uh, he's We're just maybe brewing maybe. coffee. Oh, okay. More coffee, never enough.
1: <laughs> hey,
0: how are we doing on time? Because I want to make sure that we've got some bells and whistles today that I'm really excited about. Guess I want y'all to guess. Guess how many minutes we have left. I give you a hint: twenty-eight 30. minutes.
2: How long are the shows typically? A, I don't even know.
0: It's they're one usually, hour exactly.
2: Seventeen minutes. We've left. got
0: we've got twenty-seven minutes left. We we did talk for a little while before I hit the record okay. button, so oh, yeah, that, okay. that was a very accurate um, assessment. But yeah, Joe, we do have bells and whistles, and they're special bells. And they are yeah. delightful whistles. Well, we have
1: we have two, uh, Tim and Beth. Are you guys ready uh, to to hear this special presentation, or oh, do you gosh. need a little bit more time?
2: No, I'm I'm ready. No, we're good. If I don't like it, I'll just take my earphones out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, well, um, Beth, you you are an actress and a singer.
2: I'm a singer in the town that I live in, and. Uh, a choreographer and director that's how i make my money but everything's shut down now so well
1: for our show that's a good thing and, yeah, and you're about thing. to hear why listener um, so we have already done some what i call pandemicized songs uh, you know normally <laughs> i would obscenitize songs you know take lyrics and make it about fucking your mom but these time this time lately it's all been about covid 19. And uh, so far, Jason has done one. Uh, I did one. My nice. stepmom fucking did one.
2: Nice. Yeah, Which
1: blew my mind, because I thought, basically, this show to her is is a no bueno. It's... Anyway, she, now she's a part of the show, so, you know. Ha, ha, ha. She's got the yeah. stank. <laughs> so, we've got a couple of pandemicized songs written by Tim and Beth, and performed by Beth. And... Uh, I would like to start us off with a song that I call COVID Alley.
4: Seems to pass the coronavirus numbers just are getting higher in China, you know where the Just to get higher in Italy, you know where that's at. The virus numbers just to getting higher in new york you know where that's at till no one's getting back should we wear a mask roll trumps brilliant trumps market slumps equal bumps no worry, stimulus on the way Still are getting higher in US, you know where that's at.
3: Do you know what I'm most proud of uh, with that song? Is that it, like, stayed true to, like, Weird Al Yankovic style, where, like, the lyrics actually, if you were to go listen to that song, it meets the same pattern of lyricism.
1: Yeah, the syllable work is fantastic,
0: and the vocal performance. Can I just address that? I'm a little bit angry. I apologize, there was some noise in the background Mm -hmm. while that was being played. I was writing furiously some notes, one of which is to, to... kick joe's ass look joe you are a nice guy no you are you're a decent human being you don't have to go out you no listen you don't have to go out and hire fucking (laughs) professional singers and and writers to be your friends joe stop it right look this (laughs) this podcast is two assholes who are so fucking self-indulgent they actually think people will listen okay the last thing we need is a genuinely awesome singer on the goddamn show. C- stop it. Just stop it.
1: Okay? Hey, we've had a genuinely awesome singer on the show before, a couple. We had my stepmom and my wife. They're both fucking great yes, singers. But yes, but yes, they
0: are. They are, but you're actually literally related to them. I don't know who this this Beth person is. And I don't know how much of my <laughs> money you gave her, but clearly it was a fucking lot because that was goddamn amazing.
1: Well, Beth Beth, you have I haven't paid Beth to be my friend in a long time. It's it's amazing.
0: We I'm, I'm very grateful. Tell sh- Tugger to shut the fuck up. No, tell Tugger to bring that unicorn head in here. Anyways. Just use
1: your parenting, call him a turd and kick him in the face.
0: <laughs> no, that was that was really that was like really 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 good. Like as soon as she started singing I was like, "Oh damn. That's some wow." Now, who wrote those who wrote those words? That that was a team effort, right? Was okay.
3: Tim and Beth. That was a that was a team effort, but uh, I what happened? What had, what happened, had happened was, was <laughs> I had been drinking, obviously, and <laughs> we were gonna do like a string of numbers, and then that one came up, and there's like a fast version of that. I was like, <laughs> let's just let's just do this one really fast or something, thing. you yeah. know? And I was like, I could I'll help you with that, and. Um, and then we just started writing, and I just started writing um, just because just spewing stuff out. And then Beth just – you know, she just took what she, she wanted to use, and we just collaborated kind of until it all made sense. And just for record, uh, taking it up the butt for two weeks, I didn't write that. I, I know you, you probably <laughs> thought I did, but that was all Beth. Thank you. <laughs> taking it up the butt for two weeks.
1: That was you, Beth. Wow.
3: That was, that yeah. was Great. great.
1: Well, I gotta I tell you, I would
3: think that would have been my line, but no, that wasn't my line. I actually was we we were pretty tame on it and we were just trying to keep it as very weird Al Yankovic style.
1: You know? Oh yeah. Well that that's what I try to do when I obscenitize. You Get you yeah. guys wow, you have you have a knack for this. I'm I'm jealous, honestly. And you know what? The lyrics are really cool. I want you guys to know, um I want you Jason and our listener to know that recording was well at first over the phone and i tried to to get the audio going there but they they finally got me a wave file and i i I tried to do a little bit of producing and engineering how how did you guys what do you guys think of the final product considering it was was like
3: two two cell it was two cell phones she did the music and i (laughs) recorded it and and put it up to her face that was great
1: Well, I put, I put a new music track behind it uh, so we could hear the instruments a little bit better, but I loved it. Now, apparently you guys great. had so much fun. Oh, and I should mention, Beth and Tim have done some obscenitized songs, too, and I want to put those together for later shows because, oh my God, they're fucking great. But you guys had so much fun with this pandemicized song that you did another one. I put it all together. I call this one the wascally white wabbit. <laughs>
3: Yeah. That... Hold on. The irony of that song is is that Beth is like the least laziest person I've ever met. So she's giving <laughs> advice to people that she doesn't even follow. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the bitch is up before everybody and like everybody up every single day. And meanwhile, back at the ranch, she's all like, I bet you this is how the rest of everybody who is abnormally not like me feels.
1: She's trying to channel the experiences. Of,
3: <laughs> Through of, uh, other people.
0: That's a very people. good – that's a really good point. I really do feel how COVID has become sort of a an equalizer. I mean, think about it from this standpoint in terms of we've been instructed to stay at home. We actually – No, we believe that sitting on our couches doing nothing is contributing to the health of the world. There's never been a moment that's been more American than this. And all of you... (laughs) Good point. All of you hardworking motherfuckers out there who are forced to stay at home doing nothing and a bunch of bullshit know what it's like for the rest of us. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha. Also, that song... When I was listening to it, I wanted to go to the White House and drop LSD into the president's tea. That's how great it was. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, then you should read the Wikipedia entry on Gray Slick because that's what I did while I was listening to that. That was really, it was really good. I, Beth, can you, a little bit of a segue here, can you tell me? I've come to the understanding that in as much as I hate most celebrities, I hate them because even though we've got a pandemic going on, they. Can't help but to get on their Instagrams and their Twitters and their little blogs, their video blogs to remind us how lucky we are that they got lucky enough to be famous, right? So they don't, we won't forget them. But they're all hardworking people. That's the thing. It's like you can't really be in show business. Like, you get up in the morning and you go to the mine and you work all day and you come home, you got black lung and you die. Okay, you worked hard, harder than me, sure. But people in show business actually do work hard. You didn't just wake up one day singing like Grace Slick and then, you know, turn it out a couple of kids. That took some effort, I'm assuming.
2: Yeah, I, well, people see the glamour of, I guess, being an actor, actress, singer, whatever. But, um, yeah, it's, it's a lot of hard work. And, I mean, the the people who have made it,
3: um, worked really hard. They
2: did. They are, yeah. Most of them are, you know, type A kind of personalities. Obviously, there's something wrong with all of us. We're attention-seeking whores for sure, but <laughs> uh, we work really hard at it, you know? So Yeah, that's um,
1: that's the thing that struck me. With your skill set, though, with, with your skill set, Beth, I, th- I feel like you were able to put those songs together with maybe less effort than most people couldn't do that at all. But I feel like uh, if you would have got, guys, if you would have
3: got my version of it, it would have been a, it would have been a polished turd on a paper plate as opposed <laughs> to a gourmet meal of like vocal and lyrical interest. Yeah. It was well, your Tim,
1: your
0: shit metaphors are just on fire today. <laughs>
2: they're, they're on point for sure. Yeah. You're yeah.
0: So that's what I was going of get at in terms of all this. Like, I appreciate Tim's mentioning that it's an ironic song because, you know, Beth's a very hardworking person. I am not a very hardworking person, which is why for me, this hasn't been much of a problem. And I'm not being like so humble or anything. That's just true. And I don't mind the fact that I'm known for being a lazy piece of shit. Not a lazy piece of shit, more like a lazy pile of shit because a piece, suggests there's some sort of shape. But I'm just more like a pile. You know, I'm just there. It happened.
1: <laughs> a less a less you know. structured, a less formed piece
0: of shit yeah, than, uh, yeah. a pile of shit. But I'm, I'm wondering how
2: Tim says I'm a very hardworking person and I do keep myself busy, mm-hmm. but I also don't like to really work.
0: Okay. Well,
3: <laughs> okay. So let me, let me explain that for just one second, just to put it in perspective, what Beth has managed to do in her life, like what she actually, how much actual work that she gets paid for and her time value is amazing because She has to go and do this for an hour, and she gets paid extremely well. She does this for three hours, and she gets paid extremely well just to show up. And I have done the exact reverse of that, (laughs) where I have to be there 110%, 80 hours, 100 hours a week. Oh, my get God. Yeah, and I get paid extremely well because of it, but... (laughs) Because you're you there know, all the time. Because I'm just, and I'm just there, up. and I, yeah. get, I get compounded time and a half on gratuities, and it's just retarded stupid money at, at some point in time. But she has mastered her time-to-value ratio That's, and well, I, making it seems, money.
1: It seems also, Beth, maybe, maybe you would agree with this, but I'm glad that you get paid a lot for the short amount of time that you're actually performing because you're kind of oh. getting – you know, reimbursed for all of the the prep and the skill building and the craft and everything that happens outside of the performance.
2: Yeah, there's definitely rehearsal time, et cetera, that, uh, you know, prep time for whatever you're doing that you don't get paid for. So then once it's showtime, yeah, then you kind of get all that back pay. But
4: uh,
3: what's also awesome about Beth is that she... When she's doing production and when she's actually doing, like, these things, her prep time is, like, a few minutes before she shows up. (laughs) I mean, I see her preparing. She's like, I got to go to work tonight. I got to choreograph this thing. And then she, like, dances around for, like, 15 minutes. And she's like, okay. You know, like, there's no, like, it's it's, – I've never never seen her, like, buckle down and be like – I really need to get this freaking direction right for the show. She just like kind of mentally goes through it in her brain and she's like, she doesn't even start. Until about an hour that she has to like show up. Okay, that's
2: true. That is true. But that I also have been doing it my whole life.
1: Yes, that's what I was thinking about the song that the songs that you made because I remember you guys texted me that these were like one take things. So
0: like Jesus. the prep
1: time gets less and less. The when you you right. I mean, you're a professional performer, so you're. You, the prep time becomes a very efficient process too. So well, that like, three, makes sense
3: because three was, yeah. was three takes. Rabbit yeah. was take one.
0: Wow, that is fucking awesome. So this is what I'm getting at in terms of all this uh, stuff is that you hardworking people and yeah okay you you say oh it's only a few minutes whatever shut up you guys have fucking talent it makes me sick it's like you know (laughs) you know what I'm saying it's like genuinely disturbed it's like
4: it's
0: like when like I don't know like, if someone said, hey, want to watch videos of people barfing? I'm like, no, I don't. And they're like, hey, you want to watch videos of Katy Perry barfing? I'm like, well, I'm kind of interested. I don't want her to be in distress, but I bet it's gorgeous, right? It's just something innate. So, like, you get up there and you're like, oh, I I did a terrible job. And, like, what do you mean? He's like, well, at the, you know, 2.5-minute mark, I lisped. And they are like, shut up. It sounded great. Like, no, no, trust me, if you actually... We're talented like I was. You would know it was terrible. And um, anyway, <laughs> well, that, uh, that to aside, make it
3: feel better. Jason, did uh, did did uh, Joey send you that rap that I wrote? I did send
1: some raps to Jason. i actually want those to be on the show. You sent me audio, right? Just to
3: put it in perspective, because like that was like pretty much my midlife crisis project right there. I was like <laughs> yeah. reintroducing myself to like gangster rap, and I was like, oh, I understand rap on a whole nother level now. So then, I wrote this thing in one night, like just like an hour. It took yeah. me like an hour, maybe an hour and a half to like yeah. write it, and it took me like six months to be able to to actually spew it out of my face because <laughs> it was so complex. So
1: yeah, it was like, very complex, and our listener will hear it soon. And also, Tim, uh, your rapping skills are amazing. I really like Jason's rapping skills too. But when he's when this got
3: bars, when this.
1: <laughs> whole thing is over Um, we're gonna shift from pandemicized songs back into obscenitized songs yeah and i'm definitely gonna do uh fucking your mom to the tune of staying alive and then
2: (laughs) can we we do sitting right on top of your face
1: yeah yeah we we need to do that one and that's (laughs) that's that's a brilliant
3: that was a brilliant collab yeah. Yep. And we'll we'll sure. we'll
1: get that one together. But Tim, I want to ask you if you will help me do because there's staying Alive, right? And then there's the the Fugees, basically. Wyclef Jean did uh, like yeah. staying Alive rap. Yeah. We be trying to stay alive. Uh, so the. Our version will be called We Be Trying to Fuck Your Mom.
3: <laughs> <laughs> hey, speak serious. I, I, I want you to to a verse, already, and I want Mark written. to do a verse,
0: too. <laughs> it's, it's, it's already written. Just a matter of recording it, yeah. <laughs> what is it that uh, Mozart said? He said, uh, it's already up here in my noodle. The rest is just scribbling and bibbling. That's all, Yeah for you guys that's, he, did he did not say that <laughs> he did not say that he did he said that I was <laughs> there You're you don't okay? know really yeah that's fucking great no you didn't see that movie or read the play the Amadeus there's no okay I figured since you guys are like fucking stupidly talented that you were up on all the you know everything F. Murray Abraham I just I to.
3: To freaking like uh, classical music while I read like I'm not oh, okay. into
0: classical music but I'll, so, have
2: yeah. to, I'll, I'll have to have Tim watch Amadeus for
0: yeah, it's, sure. It really is a great movie. It's yeah. very. It's worthy of all the praise. Um, y- The thing I was trying to say before I lost my mind, <laughs> which uh-huh. is every day, was that uh, you hardworking people who disgust me, how do you handle this? We got about a minute and a half left. Like, you can't go and do all the hard work you usually do. Assholes like me are getting really, really good at Minecraft right right now, which is awesome. But <laughs> what, <laughs> what do you... What do you hard-working people do when you're not allowed to work hard? I mean, do you, like, build
2: I've, stuff? I painted, reorganized, built shelves, uh, did our whole garage. That's Recorded what I did. two songs. Recorded
3: two songs. Yeah, it's just...
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm actually... She's working on the uh, cure for the virus,
3: and it's just <laughs> almost there. And uh, I basically am... Uh, I'm working on mnemonics and just being like a complete nerd and learning how to like memorize a deck of cards and creating memory palaces and teaching myself how to freaking like use my brain to its (laughs) full potential. Once I realized there was a lower lobe of my brain that can connect to the higher lobe of my other side of my brain and I could just like memorize (laughs) everything on the planet and basically – create become a genius i've been fascinated with it because i always wanted to be a genius and i always and i just like it took me 42 years to figure out how to fucking do it so that's what i'm doing
0: you know it's funny Um,
1: aside from turning himself into a genius there's also been a whole lot of jacking off right tim jacking off on the toilet jacking off in the shower
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. When you said just now it's speaking of jacking off, when you said mnemonics, I thought you said mnemonics like not M N E M but P N E U, right? <laughs> and I thought you were saying that you're like Working on making penis pumps, which I thought was like, this that's a good use <laughs> mnemonics. of time. Yeah, pneumonics. I just
3: want to change the world one penis at a time.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. well, <laughs> you know what, though? If, if I fucked a new mom every
0: day, I there you call go call new pneumomics. mix. Yeah. <laughs> that was for you, Joe. It's hard to hear. Do two things at hey, once.
1: Hey, Beth. Yeah. Uh, I have some questions for you about acting while we wrap up. Is that cool? Yeah? All right, so I have this
0: theory about Elijah Wood, okay? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Bear bear with me. That's gonna be the other title Elijah Wood theory. Go ahead. Yeah, well, a lot of
1: people, a lot of people are watching Lord of the Rings again. It's a good binge, right? So people right. watch the whole Lord of the Rings. We're watching Lord of the Rings, and I realized a lot of the time Elijah Wood as Frodo, as things get worse and worse, he's got like three basic states that he's in. Okay, one is ejaculating, like he looks like he's coming. <laughs> I'm serious now. Go and check this out. Two is he looks like he's taking a shit. <laughs> It's true, like when he's suffering and he gets closer and closer to Mordor, like sometimes he just, look at his face. He looks like he's either coming, taking a shit, or the third one, which is having a heroin overdose. All right, okay. Those three things. So my question is, do you ever utilize those emotional states <laughs> when you're performing? Yeah. When, when you have a role that you're like, oh, this is a time when I need to pretend like I'm taking a shit. Because I mean it really emotes, it's very emotive. Like if you just if you physically just pretend like you're taking a shit, you get a lot of emotion across. And you yeah, do it's coming, sure,
2: it's not dying of a heroin
1: artificial. overdose. These are very emotional things. So do you ever utilize those techniques?
2: you do utilize things from, from life. I don't know if I personally <laughs> utilize taking a shit on stage, but um, <laughs> I guess that's, that is one that you could do. The uh, you, you use life experience. I don't know. Um, I've never done heroin, so I'm going to stay away from that
0: one. Well, I don't know. Uh, You've got a lot of free time now. Talk about hard work.
2: <laughs>
4: recovering from right
1: yeah exactly A lot of people are picking up heroin you know a lot of people are taking a shit they don't have any fucking toilet paper but they you know take a <laughs> shit certainly jerking off
2: i will let anyway. you know though as soon as i utilize taking a shit on stage i you'll be the first to know
1: Alright, well I want, because I think if we weren't interviewing um, Elijah Wood, he would would cop to this. He'd be like, oh yeah, see that part? And he would hit pause and he'd be like, I was just pretending like I was coming there. That's it. That's all I had to do. I'm like, what about this part? And I hit pause. He was like, Ah, that's a that's a heroin overdose. Can't you tell? Heroin overdose. Yeah. This anyway. Everybody, watch Lord of the Rings again and keep that shit in mind. It'll make you laugh. It'll ruin the fucking movie, and you'll
0: be fascinated with the acting techniques of Mr. Elijah. Well, well know now what?
2: I just gotta go watch that.
0: You know, Joe. Just now, when you were saying this, I went through my own facial expressions when I'm coming, shitting, and and you know. <laughs> Dying doing of the heroin over? Dying of to- heroin And it's funny, they're all three the same. It's funny. I'm just <laughs> oh, like... Oh, no, yeah. yeah. See, there's, there's only subtle differences from one to the next, by yeah. the way. <laughs> no, for me, they're all just the same sort of like.
3: <laughs> yeah. Well with when Frodo with less
0: noise. Yeah, a little less.
1: Just with, less when Frodo noise. is really feeling the emotional burden of carrying the ring into the to the mountain of fire, I mean it's it's all the same kind of distress. So you know, he shifts. You can tell in one scene he'll shift from taking a shit, all of a sudden he's coming, and then boom he's dying of a heroin over this. You like know, he'll just them-
0: shift from one to the next.
4: Think think all
1: yes. all wow. three. He's good, man. Come on, he's professional.
0: Everybody knows how good it feels to take a decent crap and heroin obviously feels good and so does ejaculation most of the time, unless it's forced on you. Like, anyway, that's not the point. Point is, they can all Force be- ejaculation is the best. It can <laughs> be. Exactly. I think we can all get on board with that.
3: <laughs> Except for forced ejaculations. <laughs> You're just not into somebody helping you at all.
0: It's the duct tape that I don't like, but anyway, show's over. <laughs> shout something, Joe, and I'll hit stop. Uh, but, but first, well, thank you, Beth. I want to say on, on air. Thank you, Beth and Tim. You guys are uh, definitely more talented than we deserve. So thanks for being on the yeah, show. Thanks
2: for having us. We've, this was fun.
0: That
1: was we love, fun. Yeah. Thank you both. We'll have you both on again very soon. And uh, yeah. Okay. I'll uh, let me think. Hmm. What's a good scream. Elijah Wood,
4: Diana, heroin overdose.
0: Merry Christmas.